Hello, welcome to Just Effing Ghost Stories number something. This is back due to popular demand, believe it or not. Well, one of my little sisters enjoyed the show and recently reached out saying, hey, can you do more Just Effing Ghost Stories? Because I haven't done one since like last year. I think the last time I did one, I didn't look like a Tesco value magician. But here we are. Anyway, Dulce is actually away with work this week as well. So I'm going to try and record two of these. Uh, so we have a little bit more content coming out in the next couple of weeks. I, I'm going to plug this guy again. Our little Mothman guy from 16% Nation, which I still think is deadly. Like, I know we probably have been harping on about it. I must actually post uh, photos to Instagram because he's, he decorates my little tree over there. And then Dulce has the white Fresno Nightcrawlers and just taking Porkchop's hair off it here because... She's everywhere. But yeah, if you go to 16percentnation.com and use our code, I'm reading from my phone, and use our code FREECREEP, you will get free posting, free free shipping, whatever they call it. And uh, yeah, and we'll get like, I don't know, like maybe a dollar or two off it as well. But I actually was more doing it because like I wasn't expecting to make any money off it. I was just trying to get like a discount and we ended up getting free shipping because I thought they were really cool looking little cute cryptids and you can also get merch as well which i'm not wearing right now i'm wearing a cool amigo the devil t-shirt that we got when we went to see amigo the devil did we tell you that we saw Amigo? i always feel a bit awkward doing these things on my own but for those newer listeners who maybe haven't gone as far back as the old just f and ghost stories um or just for people who have maybe forgotten about it this is uh just f and ghost stories i don't like discuss them renting i just tell ghost stories which is something that, you know, hopefully more pork chop hairs. Hopefully in the future, when I have more time, I'll be able to put one of these out every week and then a main weekly creep every two weeks or something. That's like my ideal world scenario right now. Uh, so I do really enjoy just scrolling through Reddit for hours and hours and hours and hours, taking out the best, in my opinion, the best, uh, most juiciest stories. So that's what I've done. I have a nice little collection of stories and I'm going to read them to you and hopefully you enjoy them. And real quick before I start, um, I've probably said this for the last couple of years because we've been doing this for a few years now, but I'm a big fan of Christmas, love Christmas music and obviously I love music from home. But yeah, just go check out Sinead McConville and Dee Cullen's Christmas Ain't the Same. It's, I think it's honestly my favorite Christmas song. Uh, probably has something to do with the fact that I don't live at home and so at Christmas I probably get a little bit homesick and I actually went to school with Dee Cullen so I always check out his music whenever it comes out Um, he's much more lively and bubbly than my typical taste in music but that song anyway it's him and Sinead and they do a great job check it out Christmas Aid the same I'll link it down below and without further ado I'm going to read some ghost stories this story is from Reddit user successful rub two four seven three. I've had a few encounters, but this is the one that I always think of whenever someone asks me if I believe in the paranormal. I was fifteen or sixteen at the time and living with my parents. We have a big family, and I'm the oldest of eight. Because of this, my parents had built onto our house so that we could all have our own room. The add-on building was basically a square from the outside. It had a big glass sliding door at the front, leading into the main room which was rectangular, and went from the front to the back of the building. It had two doors on each side of the room, leading to our bedrooms. My room was at the back, to the left, 
My brothers was on the back to the right, and two of my sisters had one of the front rooms each. The rest of my siblings had bedrooms in the main house. I liked to sleep in complete darkness, so my room had thick black curtains, so at night my room would be pitch black. On this particular night, I was woken up by something. I opened my eyes and noticed my door slowly opening. I could see the moonlight flooding in from the main room more and more the further my door opened. Once it had opened, I could see a figure standing in the doorway. I couldn't make out any features at all. It was just a silhouette of a person. My first thought was that it was my brother playing a trick, trying to scare me, or maybe the girl from over the road coming to pay a visit. I decided I was going to turn the tables and scare them instead. I had my eyes half closed and watched as they crept closer and closer until they were right next to my bed. They leaned in towards me and that's when I jumped up and yelled, gotcha, and tackled them around the waist to the ground. I ended up completely out of my bed, lying on the floor, but I was down there by myself. I turned and looked back and the figure was still standing there. I still couldn't make out any features, but it had turned to look at me on the ground. We stared at each other for a split second and then it took off toward my open bedroom door. I jumped up and chased it. As it ran out of my room, it grabbed the door and pulled it closed behind it. I made it to the door just before it fully closed, ripped it back open and ran into the main room to keep chasing it, but it was gone. I looked over at my brother's door directly across from me and it was closed. I ran to the glass door to see if it had gone outside, but that door was closed too. The fly screen door was also closed. I opened both doors and went outside. It was a very bright night, so I could see all around me. Nothing. I went back inside and replayed it all in my head. There was no way whatever it was could have gotten through both doors in the time it took me to open my bedroom door. When I had chased it, there was also no way my brother could have made it to his room either. His room was directly across from mine, but we had a pool table in the centre of the room, so he would have to have gone around that. I woke him up anyway, and we both went outside and looked around and found nothing. Don't know what it was, but i never seen it again. Do you know what? Usually I don't actually, uh, like, comment on these stories, but I think, like, that one for me, anybody who listens to the regular Weekly Creep episodes will know, like, I'm just as obsessed with the one-off kind of stories that seem to come out of nowhere and never happen again. Who was it that wrote the, the Pontefract Monk House? I think I think it was Guy Lyon Playfair had in, in his book about that. He referenced a random, like, you know, poltergeist like, attack kind of in a house where he stayed with like his teenage sister at the time. But just like that, it happened once. Everybody experienced it and then it never happened again. I really like those kind of stories. And I like to hear about it. And I think a lot of the times people maybe just brush them off like, oh, I was just sleeping or, you know, yeah, it was weird, but it was probably all in my head because it was all on my own. And sometimes I don't think that's true. This guy kind of had more proof because he jumped at it and it was still there when he turned around. Usually as well, when people do, you know, go after whatever these things are, they seem to disappear like straight away. But this thing didn't. This next story is from C.C. Sizdemak. I read about another haunted home who someone had died in and wanted to share my story about Janice, our ghost. We bought our home before we had kids and unbeknownst to us there was a lady who died in our kitchen. So we move in and are just a happy young couple. When things first started happening we would freak out and once we had kids things started to die down. But there have still been a few occurrences. 
The first thing I remember are the backyard floodlights turning on. Janice had a dog, according to the neighbours, and when we moved in, we had three. I wouldn't turn on the floodlights when the dogs went out, just the back porch light. But there have been too many times I've let the dogs in, checked the backyard, and sure enough, when I leave the kitchen and start to go up the stairs, I can see out of the landing window, the floodlights are on. I've since replaced every single switch and outlet in the house. It still happens, and the paddle switch will be flipped up when I go back down. Second is even crazier. After we moved in, we redid the kitchen. I should note that Janice was a hoarder and there was a full professional clean out before we bought the house. One morning we came down, maybe a year or so after we bought the house, and there was a blue envelope on the counter with lockbox keys completely out of nowhere. Since then, we have tracked down the estate attorney and have turned those over. She told us she thought everything had been closed, but here were these keys that they didn't know about. Then there was the painkillers. My wife and I were in a serious car crash years prior to buying this house. But because of it, my wife still suffers from migraines. One week, I remember her having really bad migraines. Worse than usual. I woke up early and was down making breakfast on a Saturday. And my wife was going to get ready to go to some event with her girlfriends. She started screaming from upstairs asking me that I put these in her makeup bag. I went upstairs and asked what the heck she was talking about and she shows me her makeup bag, which she keeps on the bathroom vanity. Between the vanity and the ceiling there is nothing, so nothing could have fallen onto her bag. But on her makeup bag she found painkillers with Janice's name on them. Another instance is when we had our boy, we made his bedroom slash nursery off of our room, which used to be Janice's sitting room. Neighbours told us that they would see her in that room looking out the window and watching kids play. One night I was laying our son down and I remember the room being cold and all my hair sticking straight up. Things you read about on Reddit and see in movies. When our son was born I put in a hardwired nightlight in his room. For some reason that night I got the great idea to start asking questions. The light was on and I asked Janice by name if she was there and if she could turn the light off. Sure enough, it went off. I asked her to turn the light back on to confirm if she really was there. It went on. I then asked if she was in there to look over the baby that night, and if so, to turn the light off. It went off. I then asked if she didn't mean us any harm to turn the light on. You guessed it. It went on. Occasionally I still get that cold feeling and hair sticking up, But since having our kids, things have died down a lot. We figure she's still there, just like a roommate that won't leave. We aren't afraid of her, and we see her as someone who is still watching over the home and our family. That's lovely. Honestly, I think I probably would be freaked out a little bit. And it's one of those stories that I'm like, when I first read it, I was like, oh, you know, it's kind of like small things, the lights, random lights turning on. But the... The painkillers was an interesting one. Like if that house has been completely cleaned out, top to bottom, by professional cleaners after, you know, Janice had passed on, how would they still have prescription labeled painkillers? And, you know, she obviously knew that the the wife was suffering that week. So nice one, Janice. Our last story for this episode is from Reddit user Rainbow Glitters. I live with my boyfriend, my eight-year-old son, and my boyfriend's uncle. So it's just the four of us. 
We have little things going on all the time. One time the vacuum cleaner was just sitting there like it always does when it's not in use. And all of a sudden, it just fell over and hit a glass door of a cabinet with enough force to shatter the glass. I was standing in the same room and literally watched it as it happened. Also, things go missing constantly. Then will turn up hours or even days later in a super obvious spot, like right out in the open where there's no way we could have missed seeing it before. And this happens regularly with all kinds of random things around the house. It literally makes me go crazy sometimes. Then there's the shadows. We have shadows that you can see even in a dark room. The lights are off and the room is almost completely dark. There will be this human-shaped area that is just way darker than the darkness around it. It's scary laying in bed watching the shadow of a person walk across the wall when there's not even a light source that could make a shadow. There's multiple shadow entities because I've seen more than one at a time. I will also occasionally glimpse them moving around in the daytime, but they tend to stay in the darker areas of the room, like the shadowy corner. Maybe being in the shadows makes them feel like they can't be seen or something, but I can definitely see what looks to be a super dark shadow on top of the regular shadows that are there. Plus they move when all the regular shadows just stay still. Then there's the back bedroom where my boyfriend's uncle sleeps. It's one bedroom at the far end of the trailer, all by itself, down a hallway where the washer and dryer are. If you're in the living room, you can look straight through the kitchen, down the hallway, and see the bedroom door at the far end of the hallway. So if the door is open, you can see straight into the bedroom, all the way from the living room. Well, Grandma was over that day and was standing in the kitchen cooking, but that side of the kitchen was hidden by the partial living room wall, so I couldn't see her standing there. When I looked down the hallway, I saw what looked to be her standing in Uncle's bedroom, just facing the bed and staring. So knowing that Grandma has early onset dementia, I was wondering what she was doing in Uncle's room and started to walk down that way. As soon as I get past the kitchen wall, I can see the whole kitchen and I see Grandma standing there at the stove. I looked back down the hallway and the person, or whatever it was, wasn't there anymore. Uncle has also woken up to see shadows in his room staring at him, as well as some friends who stayed in that room before Uncle even moved in. They actually stayed for a couple of weeks, these friends, and didn't see anything at first. Then one night, the girl woke up with a horrible feeling and saw a person standing by the bed watching her. She freaked out and went under the covers, and when she came back out, the person was gone. All she could say was that it was an older lady. The guy staying with her in the bedroom didn't see anything that night, but he did say that he didn't like sleeping in that room because it gave him a bad feeling. He did end up seeing something, but it scared him so bad that he refused to talk about it. That's when he left, and the girl left a few days after he did, saying she really didn't like sleeping in that room alone. Then Uncle moved in a couple months later. He has said he sees some weird shadows, but that so far nothing has really bothered him. I've also slept in that room once and felt fine. So maybe it's only certain people. There's probably other things that's happened around here that I'm missing, but I think this story is long enough already. So anyways, I'm pretty sure I share my home with not only living people, but at least one ghost and possibly shadow entities. Those shadow man stories for me... They definitely freak me out because, like, I mean, I have, I think that I've seen something like that once and I definitely was freaked out. But there's something, like, one of the scariest stories I ever heard, and it might have just been on one of these, like, ghost TV shows or whatever, but it was these people were all sitting in a room, dark room, but there was windows, so there were shadows cast all over the place. And there was, like, a bunch of chairs, so a bunch of random shadows. 
And these guys were all in the room for like an hour doing like an EVP session or something like that. When suddenly one of the shadows just got off the wall and walked out of the room. And that story for me freaked me out so much because I was like, this thing was just sitting there listening, watching, observing, biding its time. And then suddenly just was like, all right, time to scare the pants off these guys and just walked out. So I don't know how cool I'd be if, you know, if this was like an everyday thing in my house. But then I do think it's interesting that the granny in the story is suffering from early onset dementia because, and I might be wrong when I say this, but I think doesn't that like sometimes put people into a kind of an infantile state and maybe she was astral projecting. This is going way off the rails, I think. But in my opinion, I think she might have actually seen the granny at the end of the hallway. You know, maybe it was just granny completely off in her own little world at the kitchen thing, at, at the kitchen stove and astral projecting. I don't know. I'll never say that I absolutely know the answer to anything that we cover on this because I don't. Uh, and I don't think anybody does. So that's why sometimes when I'm going through these stories, I'm reading the comments and there's people saying, you're an idiot. You need to do X, Y, and Z and this will stop that. Or to be honest, 90% of the, the people commenting will read like a really heartfelt story that somebody has been like kind of shy and a bit embarrassed about and saying like, oh, I don't know what's going on. And they'll just comment saying dumb or fake, you know. But yeah, thanks for sticking with me for this awkward uh, episode of Just F and Ghost Stories. Like I said, I do want to start doing this kind of stuff again. Roshin, you better listen to this. And hopefully all that noise out in the background is going to be, hopefully you guys won't actually hear it. Make sure to check out 16% Nation. And use the code free creep for free delivery on your cryptid plushies. And I can guarantee you that if you're listening to this, you know somebody who would appreciate a little miniature Mothman or a little miniature Fresno Nightcrawler. There's a bunch of other stuff on the website as well. Uh, they just happen to be our two favorites, you know. So, uh, yeah. <laughs>